0: Yep.
1: I'm in shock. Me too. Me too. The nerd. We are. The audacity.
2: The fucking nerd. The, the audacity.
1: audacity of this nigga. To tell us an album was coming. Okay. Get into a Drake. Mix this with uh, the sicko mode verse, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Um. So, yeah, enough of that before we get hit with a copyright. But had to break in with that. Um. You told me to bump in with this last time, Yeah. Viggy, and I was like, let's hold off, man. Let's not Might be diss him. A couple, him. couple days. <laughs> let's not diss him until we hear the album. Now I'm in diss Kanye mode. Yeah. Okay, now nah, I've had enough. My <laughs> patience has worn thin with this motherfucker who keep playing us. Yeah. Now we sound I sound a really stupid promising that we talk about the album on this podcast. And we waited for the album. We did. <laughs> we did. So yeah, that's my Th- fault. I'll take the blame for that, man. That's no, all good. I fell for the Okie doke, but this is the last time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. This is the last it, time.
2: It's funny, all the bullshit he's been doing for the past what year or two? Yes. And this kind of is the uh straw that broke the camel's back for it me.
1: Really, like the last time I understood because at least he was releasing other albums at that time. Yeah. And he actually followed through on those release dates. Yeah a couple days late for his own album when it dropped. I think the Nas album was late too, but it dropped. Yeah. So I believed that it would drop within that week. And for those who haven't heard the album's not coming until maybe the end of the month. Um, he announced that there will be a, uh, a uh, IMAX showing of a visual, I guess a movie, a documentary <laughs> a on what? I don't know what the fuck it is, man. <laughs> he showed a preview of it when he, uh... so people have heard the album. That's Mm -hmm. the annoying thing. People have heard the album, but we can't talk about it or review it because we haven't. (laughs) But he's going to release a documentary film, something or another, of the Sunday services that he's held. And it's going to be an IMAX only on October 25th. And the album is technically to be be determined. We don't know if it's coming out October 25th or not. You just Mm -hmm. know the movie is. So allegedly, I don't even know what to fucking believe anymore, man. That's yeah. the thing. That's the annoying thing. It's, we can't even take anything this man says seriously now. It's
2: a little irritating because even the last project, remember he's supposed to release Yandi. Yes, uh, it, it was last year in November yes. or something like that. Black Friday, and then never we never heard anything about it since. <laughs> so it's, it's this this really pissed me off a little bit, man. Yeah, because the way he he's been working lately is setting a release date saying this is coming out and then working on the album that week.
1: Yes. Like, I don't
2: know if that's the new wave of, you know, remember we had the new wave of, you know, I don't write my raps.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't know if this, the new wave of, you know, saying I got this album coming and recording it that week (laughs) just to say, Oh yeah, I put this together in a week, but it's a little irritating, man. Like why, why not work on your album throughout the months and then, you know, put, everything else together and then set the release date.
1: It really is, man. And, and part of me is wondering, cause now I'm thinking about a lot of things I've heard and trying to put it into context. Now. Um, I remember when he first announced the album that it was coming and then Kim Kardashian kind of, you know, confirmed it a little bit with some mysterious Instagram posts. There was a report that Kanye had a meeting with Def jam executives And this source in Def Jam said there was no way the album was coming out when it was supposed to. Mm. And I don't know what they talked about, but presumably it has something to do with this album being delayed. Maybe they Mm. said it's not ready yet. Don't put this out here. So maybe it was them too. I don't know. But yeah, Kanye's work ethic and the way he does it, it is getting annoying. The spontaneous, oh, I'm going to drop it now, but I don't have the album art yet, or I don't have this ready yet. It's not mastered yet. Yeah. It's getting annoying. It's it's
2: stupid because you got people like Beyonce who probably working on the album as we speak. Yes. And not really saying anything. And I'm sure when she want to release it, Everything is done. Yes. I'm sure she got the album art done. She got every single thing done. Everything cleared. But this whole announcing the album and then, all right, let me start working on it. <laughs> and then and then when it's time to get released, then it's like, oh, I st- it's some stuff that still need to be
1: mastered. Yeah.
2: It's like, no, it shouldn't even be like that. Everything should be done. Everything should be mastered or whatever. Final touches on it. Before you even, you know,
1: release it. He'll put the track list, but it's incomplete. Yeah. And he'll add some tracks and take some tracks off. Yeah. It's it's getting tired, man. Yeah, this
2: is a stupid creative wave that people, I feel like people going to start doing the same
1: shit too. I feel like only Kanye can get away with this, honestly. (laughs) Only Kanye, because nobody else, their fan base would not support them through all this shit.
2: Yeah, no, but see, he doing it wrong because yeah. he, you know, he very inconsistent. But don't be surprised if somebody like a Drake say, oh, yeah, um, I don't have any music uh, right now, new music right now, but I'm going to drop one um, in two weeks. So let me get in the studio and go in.
1: To be fair, he kind of did that with Scorpion he because could. in that interview on LeBron's show, he admitted that when uh, that whole beef with Kanye and Pusha T popped off, he didn't have half of that album done yet, yeah. which leads me to believe it was supposed to be a single disc until that happened. Then he made it a double disc. Yeah. So I think Drake actually has a work ethic to record an album in a few weeks and release it if he had to. I but think we, Kanye don't.
2: Yeah, I think we're going to see more people doing that. I think that's. That might be the new wave of you know oh I don't write my raps I don't write nothing down I, <laughs> I don't just go in there and albums. rap yeah <laughs> so I think it's gonna be a, oh yeah uh, I'm gonna drop an album next week yeah. I'm gonna start recording it now.
1: I'm going to be real. To me, that baby album sound like exactly what happened. <laughs> it, <laughs> he decided one week it, he's going to make an album.
2: It could have been, man. That could have been more of a label thing. Uh, yeah. Hey, we need something out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a difference between, oh, uh, let me try it this way and, uh, hey, where yeah. the album at
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got you on a tight schedule buddy yeah um, just put these songs together <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no Kanye album this week but fuck we got a whole lot left on the docket to talk about a whole lot of other shit popped up but we are gonna break down for y'all so fuck Kanye and fuck that album so we ain't gotta talk about that bullshit we gonna move on until it come out yes <laughs> and we're, and we're gonna we gonna analyze the fuck out of it <laughs> <laughs> man I don't even know if I wanna do that No. I know I will never mind (laughs) um, so let's introduce the podcast as we always do my name is Ryan Rocket uh, also with my boy as always the man himself Figgy Figueroa yes sir I'm bringing the old name back man I know (laughs) you doing good man everything straight yeah everything cool man okay okay Um, Jasmine might be joining us man she's having us one of of those nights again where she got to work real late and she just
2: you know going through it shout out to
1: Jasmine we're going to try to get her in because we got to talk to her about certain developments with her favorite rapper yeah so we'll see how that goes but um let's just get into the shit man we got a whole lot to talk about um let's talk about uh new releases first <laughs> not a whole lot um but one notable one that will break down man the travis scott released a new single is called highest in the room he also put out a video for this and there was also some other travis scott news we'll get into a little bit later um, but for now, let's talk about the song, man. Um, Fig, you heard it. What'd you think about it?
2: Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked it. I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. Um, it had the Travis Scott feel to it. Yeah. I li- I-, I love the beat, but um, I-, I-, I can't really break down the lyrics or nothing like that. <laughs> I just think it's a cool song. I played it a couple times, actually. Yeah. A bump in the whip. But um, yeah, it's a Travis. It sounded like. It sounds like this could have been on Astro World somehow. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's a leftover and you just threw it out there, or is is this something new that's coming on an album pretty soon?
1: I don't know. Um, I, okay, I'll, I'll talk about the song first. The song I thought it was cool. Um, I think my expectations for Travis Scott and his singles were a little bit higher now, just because of what he's put out before. If you think about it, he went from Antidote. To goosebumps, to uh, butterfly effect, to sicko mode. Yeah, you know that's a strong list of singles for every project he's put out so far. And this one, I don't know if it's gonna be the first lead single off a new project, but it ain't hitting like those.
2: I was seeing a couple articles saying it was an outro. I wasn't sure. I mean, people saying he released the outro. That kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I
1: don't know what that means either. Yeah. I don't know if that's the
2: last song or whatever, but...
1: Yeah, I don't get what that means. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of threw me off too. I'm confused by that. Um, But
2: this don't sound like a single. It sounds like something that's on the album. Yeah.
1: But then Travis Scott's songs never really sound like singles like that either, you know? So it's kind of weird. I don't know. But um, to me... Like it was hot, it's cool, but it's not of the caliber of the other singles he's dropped in anticipation for his next project. So I don't want to say he's cooling off yet. Y'all know my takes on his feature verses. I think he's been dialing it in. I think he's been spreading himself too thin with the features. Um, he should do less features in my opinion. But um, the the song was okay. The video, I gotta admit, I didn't really like. Um, I watched the video. Um, I think it was a little bit too ambitious for its budget because the graphics looked like something out of a video from 2009, <laughs> you know, like yeah. maybe it, it, it kind of reminded me of an episode of supernatural or something, you know, mm. <laughs> one of them CW shows with the cheap computer effects. Yeah, it felt like that, <laughs> you know, it didn't have that cool visual effect that, uh, uh, what's it called? Sicko mode had. Yeah. Didn't have any of that. It seemed like the budget was lower, but he still wanted to do like a big budget project. Mm. It just didn't look good to me. But, yeah, uh, I ain't see the video. Yeah, but. you, yeah, I think you'll be disappointed, man. Honestly, it's, it's like it's okay. There's a little bit of ass in it, so it's <laughs> cool. But it's not, you know, it's not sickle mode. Damn. But uh, yeah. So the video was in, eh, but the the song itself was cool. But like I said, I expect a little bit uh. A little bit more from Travis as far as his lead singles go. So I don't know if this will be the main one coming out. Maybe he got some more fire in a tank, but we'll see, man. It's did, a cool song. Though. Did you
2: hear anything pertaining Kylie Jenner in this song?
1: Not really, but okay. it, I don't know when. And we'll talk about this now, I guess. Fuck it. Um, so Travis Scott and Kylie announced that they have separated. And I don't know when this song was recorded or made, but from what Travis was saying, it sounded like he had this in the tuck for a while. Mm. You know, he said something to the effect of I've been waiting to release this for so long, you know? So it sounded like, like you said, it might've been a leftover master world, you know, who knows, but I didn't, I didn't hear any shots about Kylie specifically, but maybe I wasn't listening hard enough. This is something that Jasmine got to come in here and dissect for us. Cause you know, she's a super, uh, yeah. person who, could, who could peep that kind of thing out, but I didn't hear anything. But then I don't really pay attention to Travis Scott lyrics either, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm looking through, um, what's it, genius, genius, Rap
1: genius yeah,
2: yeah. So I'm trying to find something, I don't really see nothing.
1: Yeah, I don't really That's see work. nothing either. Yeah. I think his next album will have a lot to do with the uh, post Kylie Travis and falling in and out of love.
2: If he was more, he'd do that.
1: <laughs> It'll be his anyways and heartbreaks. Won't. I think, man. Yeah, it <laughs> might be fire for real, for real. <laughs> so, but we'll talk about that whole thing in a minute. Um, we have some other new releases too. I didn't hear this one, Figgy, but I know you did. Uh, Summer Walker, a mm-hmm. uh, hot new R and B artist, uh, ha- released her album called "Over It." What did you think about what you heard, man? Um,
2: I kind of enjoyed it, man. I ain't really skipped nothing. But um, I definitely felt old because there was a couple songs on there that she redid or sampled. Yeah, like some R and B albums that or R and B songs that we grew up on.
1: You mentioned Usher.
2: Yeah, she redid the um, "You Made Me Wanna" um, by Usher, which is uh, it was one of my favorite songs. I wasn't a big R and B fan when I was younger, but that was one of my songs. I actually had the single. To yeah, that. she was hot. Yeah, had the Actual um, CD single with the instrumental and the cappellas <laughs> on it, but um, she redid that and had Usher on it, which I was kind of surprised because when I first heard it, you know, you hear something, you like, wait, where? I heard that before. Yeah. Was she sample? And I realized it was Usher. I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on, like, <laughs> like, I mean, it did. Came, it, I think it came out in like '96. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, I feel super old now. Like them sampling that. But um, I think it was good she had Usher on it <laughs> because at least she really paying homage because she technically didn't have to have Usher. Mm-hmm. She could have did that song. It probably would have been fine without him. But she did have him on that song. So I thought it was a, a good look. And I think I think people who um, sample older stuff like that, I think they should at least have a part of that song somehow. Like I know, um, Tory Lane's uh, he do that a lot, where he get the original person and have them on the song. Yeah, but um, I thought the song was pretty cool. Okay, but the album it was pretty smooth. It's, it's a little to me it's still a little weird hearing R and B artists cuss a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that show you I'm getting old too. Because no, I don't like that either, man. Yeah, I, I like the you know. I mean, I'm not saying they should be super clean, but. They, this girl was cussing like a sailor. Yeah, it's too raw. Well, I'm like, man, this ain't even, how is this sexy? Mm -hmm. But I get it. They, you know, they going through shit and they venting about all this other stuff. But uh, I thought it was a pretty smooth album.
1: Okay. Just from the reactions I was hearing, I was like, (laughs) I don't know if I want to hear this album. It sounded like one of those you know, things that me. Yes. <laughs> I was listening. I was looking at the uh, reactions on Twitter and it was like, this album makes me want to r- fall in love, suck some dick, then never text him again. Uh, and yeah. leave him on red and ghost him. Like, when the first gr- off, how is that a <laughs> yeah a bad thing for men? Yeah. So. Yeah. That, yeah. I,
2: I kind of see what you mean. It, it sounds like a, when you see women like, oh, yeah, this is my energy. Yeah. This is what I'm on for the rest of the year.
1: You know, they a hoe. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, So just off of the reactions, I didn't really want to bump it. But fuck it. It's been a slow week. So I might actually give it some burn and see. Yeah. What this new nigga R&B is like
2: Yeah it kind of Me After I listened to it It kind of got me thinking about The state of R&B in 2019 Cause I think I think R&B is a little More popular now mm-hmm. And you know With these R&B artists They get Actually rap a little bit too Yeah So it's kind of like A RB and Rap-ish But um, It kind of made me miss The old R&B Where you actually had to Sing
1: Mm-hmm. you actually
2: had to have talent and all that stuff yeah so uh like you really had to have talent mm-hmm. and now um now i'm saying like like i t- we mentioned this a little earlier but notice how all the aren um uh, the women that sing in r b is pretty mm-hmm. there's no jill scott there's no angie stone there's no india Irie <laughs> type of artist who can you know sell albums just by singing Everyone looks somewhat good, mm-hmm. and they just, you know, not saying they terrible singers, but they're not the best. But, you know, producers, record labels, they just fits their voice where it could work. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of got me wondering about the state of R&B right now.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I have a few thoughts on this, man. You don't,
2: you don't get people hitting them high notes like they used yeah, to. Yeah, you really don't. You don't like. get the monicus, you know, at yeah. the end of the song, hitting that high note. <laughs>
1: No, nah, vocalizing on that level is gone, man. It's been <laughs> gone for a while. And it's sad to see, but, you know, honestly, and, and that too, like a lot of that talent was honed in church. Now yeah. I think a lot of girls don't go to church. I mean, yeah. Men don't either. But it's, I think that kind of spirit has left our community in, in a lot of places. And it's sad to see. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I've been thinking about the state of R&B and how it got here for a while. And part of me has to realize that because I'm a fan of R&B throughout the ages. I'm talking about going back to the 60s through 70s, 80s. And, of course, our favorite generation was the 90s. But looking back objectively, man, I feel like the 90s is when shit started to get fucked up.
2: They start adding a little more hip hop to it. Yes,
1: that's when they started to add a lot of rap flavor to R&B. Yep. And a lot of these classic R&B songs have unnecessary rap verses for no reason. Yep. You know, and that's when the R&B artists started coming out. Like, look at Jaheim. You know, he was a good singer. But his his old image was that of a rapper. Yeah. You know, Chris Brown did that, too. Like a lot of people start the it started mixing too much yeah. to where now the R&B singers are rappers, basically. Yeah, And the sound is rap, too. Yeah. So it, it's tough to admit that the 90s fucked everything up, but it kind of did, man. It,
2: it did. It did. I, I totally agree with it, because if you look at the 60s and 70s, it was more, uh you know, wearing a suit.
1: Yes. Singing <laughs> about your love and, you
2: know, begging this woman to uh-huh. come back. The 80s, it was a little more partying, a little more. It, it had a little more disco flavor to it, but mm. it was still R&B. It was still, you know, singing. Once the 90s hit, then yeah. you started getting a little DJ scratching yeah. in it.
1: <laughs> the
2: little bass in
1: it. Yeah. Where,
2: you know, and and to be fair, they were still singing. Yeah. They still had that strong voice but it was more of a hip hop flavor yeah, to it yeah definitely now it's to me i feel like r&b is more in the mumble rap <laughs> it's kind of like the mumble rap because they barely sing and they mm-hmm. sound like they mumbling they they doing more they doing more humming than actually singing yeah so as long as they harmonize a little bit then that's cool
1: that's pretty much true, man. I hate to say it, um, and you hate to say people like Ella May and you know them are actually the last R&B artists, but they kind of are. Yeah, where will she make songs that actually sound like traditional R&B? Yeah, I hate to say because I'm not really a big fan of her either. But yeah, and you're right about your point about them all being super sexy now and <laughs> all being about looks. Um, we all there, of course. There's always been an emphasis on looks. But yeah. back throughout the ages you could be a fat ugly singer and if you were dope
2: Kelly Price you be okay somebody yes. like that. yeah you long as you if you had that voice they will work with you yes. somehow but now it's kind of like you
1: don't see a whole lot. Like I don't count Lizzo as a singer, so I can't put her in there. But you brought up the point because I could think of a few ugly R and B male singers, like a Khalid, maybe a Sampha, Daniel Caesar. Yeah, Daniel Caesar super ugly. But as far as the women go, you really don't see any that aren't sexy.
2: Yeah, and you know? and even to the um, the guys you brought up, they're not really in the spotlight. Yeah, as far as like videos and being promoted like that. It's just strictly music. They making good music. Yeah. And they'll, you know, they'll pop up and stuff, but it's when you think about them, you think about strictly music. <laughs> There's no sexiness to it. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> the women are more sold off as of sex appeal now yeah, so i mean it is what it is it
2: strictly looks man like yeah like the summer walker girl um she looked to me she kind of she a little sexy to me mm,
1: no nah, she is and her cover art is like basically porn dog come on yeah. man her titties <laughs> all out yeah she
2: she looked good and it's kind of like damn i like her and then the shit she talk about is relatable i guess yeah so it it don't even matter about the singing at this point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's tough to say. And also the content. I guess the content of music always reflects the era. But it's like love songs are dead, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all about.
2: Like, like, like I said, the cussing, man, it's yeah. too strong, man. That's how you know. That's one reason you know you're getting old, too. Mm-hmm. When you hear way too much cussing or you see a little kid cussing, where you kind of cringe a
1: little bit. Yeah.
2: That's how I felt. I was listening. I'm like, damn, man. Like, even some of the rap music I listen mm-hmm. to, though, cuss this much.
1: It's too much, man. And, like, yeah. I, like, I like my R&B clean, man. I don't uh, care how corny it sounds.
2: R&B shit. To me, when I listen to R&B, I'm trying to get away from all that yeah. cussing. Sometimes I just want to clear my mind a little bit. But you can't listen to, today, you can't listen to today's R&B without that shit. No. You
1: really can't, man. R&B used to be the shit you could play during a cookout yeah you know and nobody have a problem with it now that was the go-to exactly (laughs) like
2: no don't put no rap on yes you you had to put
1: on R B. put on some luther (laughs) put on some Maze. put on something man but now you can't do that with a new artist bro yeah not even somebody like a bruno mars who you think would be cool like okay to play around cool but he cuts a lot man yeah you
2: gotta get the edited version yeah
1: So, uh, yeah, it, it's, I don't know, man. I guess we are getting old that we're sensitive yeah. to that type of shit now, but it, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, rough, man. I,
2: yeah. I, I'm stuck on my Al Green yeah, and me all too. that stuff,
1: man. Me too. But <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, also, I don't know if you heard this figgy, Cameron released a new single. I guess you got an album coming out. It's called believe in flea. <laughs> Man, I try to listen to this song, man. I, I got about halfway through it. Oh, man. Had to it's, cut it off. Cameron, man, like it's tough listening to him now. I think he can technically still rap, but he kind of sound to me like how Shine sounded after he got out of jail. Mm. You know, his voice is just fucked up. Yeah. And it sounds too different and the swagger is gone. Yeah. I don't know if Cameron smoked cigarettes. But something happened to his voice to where it just sounds terrible now. Yeah. And he sounds super washed on the track. (laughs) And it sucks because even a few years ago, he didn't sound this bad. But just something's happened throughout the past few years. He just sounds terrible now, man. So I can't listen to him or look forward to his new songs at all. (laughs) It's how I feel, man. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if he's going through something. Or uh, if he had like serious, I know he had health problems before with his yeah. stomach, but um, I'm not sure if he's going through some as a recent because even the last Dipset project, he kind of didn't have anything to do with it. Was more Jim Jones mm-hmm. constructing the album, and it was never like that before. It was it was always Cameron constructing the um the Dipset projects. Yeah, but um I remember him thanking Jim Jones for you know taking over and all that other stuff. But I don't know if it's a health problem or he just I guess washed up. But I I I, I didn't even attempt to listen to it. Yeah. I, I try to listen to it a little bit, but I'm like, man, I'm too much of a fan, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. Yeah. His last project, it, it sounded like a Cameron project, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: just the um the mix on it didn't sound right. It didn't sound really grimy. Uh he he sound way too laid back. And you know, listening to old Dipset projects, he sound real strong. He was, you know, I guess energetic. I know he not that really. He don't really have that much energy, but he had some type of. He had a little umph in this mm. in his raps. I just, I just don't get it from today's camera Now,
1: nah, man, you're hundred percent right. It's, it's the swag is gone, man, and he was a swag rapper, you know. Yeah. So it's tough to listen to now um
2: it's good that you know sometimes it's good to hear cameron especially if it's over his type of beats yeah over the dipset beats because you don't you don't got that sound now you don't really hear that sound anymore especially from like a jim jones jim jones don't do that sound mm-hmm. so that's the only good reason to listen to cameron to hear that you know a rap music on the track and yeah. all this other stuff But otherwise, man, I kind of, I'm not, I'm a fan too.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'm
2: not really looking forward to a project from camera. Yeah,
1: I don't need to hear any more music from him, honestly. I'm glad he's still out there. (laughs) I'm glad he's still alive. To be
2: honest, man, I'm not even looking for a Dipset album. Didn't that one
1: come out last year? Yeah. It was terrible.
2: Yeah, I, I really ain't care for it. Yeah. And like I said, to me, and I told somebody this because somebody thought I was crazy, this Dipset, one of my boys who a Dipset fan. He thought it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think the album was whack because I think if it was just the Jim Jones album, I probably would have liked it. Yeah. But for the simple fact, it's Dipset. Like, everybody know the Dipset sound. Everybody know what they used to do. So I was looking forward to a Dipset album. Yeah. To me, hearing the, the, the beat selection and what they rapped over just didn't sound like Dipset. So that's that's where I was really disappointed. If the, Unless they get A-Rap music, if they get Heat Makers. Mm-hmm. And even with Heat Makers, I, I feel like their production, their sound don't really sound the same yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: it really doesn't.
2: Yeah, it's not that high-pitched sample and, you know, just that grimy shit.
1: I almost feel like the only person that can still do a type of shit like that is no ID, mm. you know? So maybe they work with him, but I don't know, I doubt man. that, man. Yeah. I,
2: I, yeah, I heard they're a little cheap.
1: Yeah, that's probably the case, <laughs> I heard case a too. lot of
2: stories where... Because I, it was a point in time where they stopped working with heatmakers. Yeah. I, I want to say it might have been a money thing. But, um, yeah, they kind of fell out with heatmakers. But they recently just got back cool with them. Okay. But, I don't know. It's not the same, man. I, like I said, this song, I couldn't even attempt to listen
1: to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty trash, man. I was disappointed. But, yeah, <laughs> I mean... It, the the thing that kind of sucks too is that all the rappers who acted like they wouldn't be still rapping when they got this old, they're all still rapping. <laughs> it's depressing to listen to. Like Game, he said, "You thirty eight and you still rapping." Ugh. He turned thirty eight last year, I think, and he's and still he making projects. Up, yeah. You know, same thing with Cameron. He used to make fun of Jay Z for being forty years old. Yeah. Now he's forty plus and he's still doing music. Yeah. So just knowing that they're hypocrites, too, kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth, man. I'm like, oh, you, you say you yeah. wouldn't be this old, still rapping, man. Yeah. And, so. I,
2: and I don't even think Cam need to rap. I think he good financially. So it's not <laughs> like he, you know, in a way where he stuck on a label. He, mu- gotta-
1: I, I can't think of why else he would still be rapping unless he had a label obligation man like he's always been the guy who acts like he got so much stuff going on he ain't got to rap but he keep rapping and it's not selling so what is he yeah. doing it for
2: yeah but the stuff he put out i felt like he necessarily didn't have to put it out he and it might just be a money grab but i, I guess i don't think like i think i don't think he needed because he got a lot of stuff behind the scenes that he you know that he making money from. He got a, he got a, his own Popeyes.
1: Yeah, so a lot just of people look, have that type of shit. But yeah, yeah I get you, man.
2: Like it's he not struggling where he like damn, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I need this album. I need to something. Eat. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so he I, sound a little more hungry if he was. So <laughs> yeah,
2: but yeah, I think he good. I don't think he need a rap, but this is something rappers rappers don't just quit and retire.
1: Joe Budden did. That's the He's only, the only one. one who has so far. Yeah. Like so a far. real rapper. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Rappers always got, always get that itch to, you know, put out something.
1: Yeah. But when it sounds like this and you got to yeah. imagine he knows how it sounds like it's just depressing. pressing of, you know, as you putting stuff of such low quality out, it's kind of like, we're just talking about the rock. And how you said he looked super washed, trying to do the people's elbow. I
2: wasn't sure if he was just too big and cocky to be doing the same shit he was doing before or he just washed up. Yeah. But he looked way too big trying to do a people's elbow and jump over somebody.
1: Hearing an old rapper try to rap again is like seeing one of your favorite wrestlers wrestle now when he's 50 plus years old. Like I, the Undertaker still wrestles and it's bad every time, man. He's super yeah. old now. Man. Like he, he can't do it anymore. And these people, you you get excited when you see him, but then you're like, damn, they're old, man. I'm yeah. getting old too. It makes you think about your own youth yeah. dripping away. So yeah, <laughs> man, it's tough, man. I wish they could just hang it up, but apparently <laughs> they can't. So yeah.
2: it's funny. I seen the tweet today saying, Oh yeah, I I don't um I don't remember um, watching The Rock Wrestle. I wasn't you know, around then, but I'm like, what?
1: It was a long time ago, man. Yeah, I'm Honestly, like, what?
2: he's, yeah, this person said, I don't remember the rock. You know, I wasn't, uh, watching wrestling back when the rock was wrestling, mm-hmm. but blah, blah, blah. I'm like, God damn. Like, I felt like he was still one of the newest wrestlers. A little, a newer yeah. wrestler. until you said, man, yeah. he ain't stepped in the ring in 10 years. And that or the last, the last time, I guess the rock,
1: Honestly, he wasn't, like, thinking about it, thinking back, because it seems like he was wrestling forever. But he only really wrestled for, like, six years full time. Then he went and started doing movies, and he just did, like, appearances. Yeah. But uh, he stopped in, like, 2002, I think okay so what that was the last time he was a full-time wrestler so yeah it had been a while man, damn, man. so yeah there's definitely people who are teenagers <laughs> almost 2021 20, who probably was, never saw the rock yeah. go like that so damn man yeah this is their first they need, exposure they seeing. need to look at
2: youtube man <sighs> yeah i still it's funny i'm not really a big wrestling guy anymore It's it's tough to watch. Mm -hmm. But I always look on YouTube, look at old matches and all that shit, man. Old promos and shit. Looking at Chris Jericho (laughs) and Triple H and all that shit. I'm like, man, these dudes was man. It
1: was hilarious. Like you get
2: goosebumps like just listening to their theme song. Like watching them come out. It's like, oh shit. The theme songs don't even sound good now, man. (laughs) Like they too cheesy now.
1: (laughs) Man, it was, it was. Hard to explain to somebody who didn't grow up in that era, like how hype Monday Night Raw was and how hype the WCW Monday Nitro was. Me and my cousins used to stay up all night watching that shit, flipping back and forth. When yeah. the NWO was on, we watched that first. And when The Rock came on, we watched that too. Stone Cold came out. And the end of the show was like a pay-per-view, man. It would always have some big match. Yeah. And now it's like you gotta wait until the pay-per-view to see any good thing on WWE now. Now, it's weird, yeah. man. we got to get Brian in and talk about it one day.
2: Yeah, and you know the worst <laughs> thing about it, man? Uh, I was watching something today, but it was a match. I looked down on my phone, looked back up. It was a commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, who won? <laughs> so I'm thinking like, damn, I have missed it. They took a commercial break in the middle of the match.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> I, I never remember that unless it's like a pay-per-view or a big yeah. match where they, you know, Got to pause it a little bit, but
1: Nah, pay per view. They never take commercial breaks. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay, but
2: yeah, but unless it's like a huge match, but it was like a, it was like a regular match, right. and they just took a.
1: <laughs> I'm like, man, that is crazy. Man, I'm like, this is not the same, man. It really isn't, man. It really, <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, a lot of things happened. I think when Chris Benoit killed his family, that changed a lot of the shit that happened with WWE. Like yeah. it got a lot softer. That after was that. my boy too. Yeah, man. I know dog. He was dope, the man. The crippling cross face. Yeah. <laughs> and his, his fucking theme song was hype. <laughs> 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 he come out there looking like he's about to kill somebody. <laughs> <and he'd... laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> nah, that <shit>
2: was <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I
1: listened to that shit, too. Him, Eddie Guerrero, all yeah. them dudes, man, they're gone now. But yeah, it was super hype back then, dog. Yeah,
2: it was so many. Pe- we could sit here and name 10 different wrestlers. Yeah. And it's like, damn, they was the shit, man. (laughs) Now, like,
1: man, it's... it's They ain't got nobody, man. It's boring. Yeah, it's not the same, They try to push the women so hard now, and it's like, they can't wrestle, bro. Like, I'm not saying that women can't wrestle, but these women can't. They look terrible, dog. They're trying to fake the moves, and it looks all off-coordinated and not It's super-coordinated,
2: man. I was, man, I was watching it today, and um, it was like a tag team match. Mm -hmm. They both, like... I guess it was people on the same team. They both was in the ring at the same time, wrestling the other person. They both did like a suplex right on cue, (laughs) where they put the (laughs) arm over the neck at the exact same time. Where I'm like, what? And you could tell they just like moving at a certain point, Mm -hmm. missing it, and then they, you know, they get kicked, and then they try to run and knock the person over, and they duck, and it's just. It just it looked way too coordinated. Where it it don't even look real. I used to think that shit was low key real. Yeah,
1: (laughs) nah, we all did. This shit look ridiculous now, man. It looks bad, man. And it's (laughs) like the women. Okay, that I guess it's more fair to the women because back in our day. They used to have the women only in bra and panty matches, One match wrestling tonight. in the mud, yeah, doing all kind of goofy shit. They, they, the diva e- era. Yes. <laughs> Every night you would be guaranteed to see some girl stripped down to her panties. Yeah. And it would be some fine ass chick like Stacey Keebler or Trish Stratus. <laughs> You'd be waiting for that women's match. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to change the channel when this shit come on now. Yeah. But yeah, we could do a whole podcast on the fucking good, wrestling man. shit, man. Yeah. You might have to do a, a cross podcast podcast with uh, uh Brian McDonald the, and Kyle King.
2: The funny part of uh, real quick before we um, put the bow on it. But the funny part about having the women in it before was how um, it, it was like a certain part where they had come out with a male wrestler. Yeah. And then the other male wrestler like slapped the shit out of the girl <laughs> And be kind of whooping the girl ass or mm-hmm. something. It'd be shit like that. I don't think you. I don't think they'd do anything like oh, that. Oh, hell
1: now. no, man. They used, The Dudley boys used to put a woman through a table yeah. every <laughs> single week. They put like an 85-year-old woman through a table once. I remember that shit. Her name was Mae Young. May Young, yeah. <laughs>
2: I think she died, too, yeah. Uh, eventually. But nah, yeah, she was
1: super old, yeah, man. And yeah. that was like 20 years ago, so... <laughs> Yeah, but they used yeah. dog. There Stone was nothing. Cole used stunner. Yes, <laughs> they put fucking the the Vincent Man's wife used to get his yeah. her ass kicked, and now yes. she's a senator or something. Is she? Yeah, she's Damn. in Donald Trump's cabinet. Oh shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Damn. Speaking of which, Donald Trump in a Hall of Fame of WWE too. So I guess that was like a favor he got <laughs> paid back. But Damn. whatever, yeah, it's <laughs> a whole other thing. <laughs> Um. So yeah, that's our that's hot our, takes on. Yeah, it. that's our WWF. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right now <laughs> people get mad when you call it WWF too. It's yeah. WWE, man, it's
2: WWF. It's man. always
1: gonna be WWF, man. Yeah. I give a fuck. I with
2: can, the- yeah, it, it took me a long time to get used to WWE. Yeah, same here. And still, I still slip up and say
1: WWF. It's just nah, man. They, they <laughs> took too long. It, it's WWF forever. Yeah. Um. So let's get into some topics, some shit that happened this week, man. Um, let's say the Travis and Kylie for now. Let's go into instead some shit that popped off today a little bit more. The Shaq versus Dame Lillard (laughs) rap battle, man. So I'm going to play a little bit of each song. Uh, but if y'all haven't heard Shaq and Dame Lillard been going back and forth in a rap battle, um, this all started when, uh, Dame Lillard appeared on the Joe Budden podcast. And somehow the question came up of, you know, do you think you're better than Shaq? And Dame said, yeah, of course, you know, he wasn't known as a rapper. He was just Shaq rapping where Dame sees himself as more of a rapper, rapper. than just a, a baller. A that's a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what Shaq had to say. And we'll play a little bit of each song, but this is his response. He put this on Instagram.
0: You think you got better music than Shaq? I think I rap better than Shaq. People wasn't looking at it like it's a real rapper. It was like that Shaq rapping." That's dame right. The daddy has to come out of retirement and spank one of these undisciplined children. Now it's time to be disciplined. Time trying to pull up that belt. And we will last. Here we ass. go. Ass. Yo, yeah, what's wrong with these little cats? I can tell they little, listen to their little raps. Always bragging about their little max contract. Damn dollar, little money when it comes to Shaq. You see this flow, got a little Hall of Fame on it. Game shoot, jumpers, Shaq still banging on it. Are you kidding me? lyrically, not physically, mentally, vividly. Seen it before you might give it to me. Oh. I want to got a little Italy, really when you was young. Did you see my MVP like a trilogy? MVP candidates, you are not one. a plant on
1: my. wall. Go and get you some Lyrically three times final can't believe Some car as a team How Okay say Enough of that That's about a minute Of that shit you so. said your little Max contract <laughs> 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 Damn, look, I, I'll get into A little bit But I, I thought Jack had him On that one Dame yeah. did send a response And Dame sent this shit Quick like the next Day I want to say Dame can
2: rap though He
1: can He can rap He can definitely rap But uh, he released this track On SoundCloud Uh, About a day later. Dollar.
0: He say he the goat, I come for his body. Plan him cause he bought the copies. Should've just passed me the torch, I got no remorse, I beat him like Rocky. I fill the tank up with diesel. You jealous of me and I see you. Cause on this day, originals just can't fuck with this sequel. I'm um, New School got new hits. Space jam, not blue chips. Hangman, yo shoe shit. Dame six, I'm too lit. Big name got big brand, but you corny. Get bags, get purchased. Every time you get horny, then they repo. Love you when you was in beast mode. Loki thought you was a cheat code. Know that you shoot for the cheap poles. Shoot any work like your freak throws. Know you see my pockets deep so. You flexing ain't really your thing, bro. We both could be working at Kinkos. And Kobe, when you the rings don't owe. Nursery rhyme spitting, <laughs> small cars sitting. Oh, icy hot poster boy, TNT snitching. You big man hating, uh, mad at my existence. Had a song with bad boy, no Jordan to the piston, still getting to the chicken.
1: You get the point of that one. That one is called Rain, Rain, Go Away. (laughs) And then, okay, so what happened after this is that every sports personality and hot take show weighed in. And surprisingly, a lot of people sided with Shaq on this one. Mm. A lot of shows said that Shaq got dame. Um, they said that Shaq's, uh, Stephen A. Smith said that Shaq's track was better. I think Skip Bayless did the same thing, too. So people were siding with Shaq on this one. <laughs> and I guess that ended up kind of getting to Dame because he sent he released another track oh, man. on Friday. And let's play a little bit of that real quick and see if that did be any better.
0: We got Shannon Sharpe and Skip Bayless and all these sports people <laughs> talking about championships yet. and basketball. This this is rap. Y'all out of y'all jurisdiction. You can't save them. Dollar. Uh, he easy work and he know it but fans ride you i know you know when niggas really love you they a lie too and it hit different when pressure really apply fool goofy cutting checks and his bm sponsoring side dudes i could walk away and not lose a second of sleep ran up on a wolf because i got the texture of sheep classy with my bullshit i profess a lesson in beef paying cash to write his or pay for relief use a cloud chaser even after all the success fake love on the camera he capping all at the desk ghost riders on deck, checker bars, no chest, hell in front of the land, little muscle cars, no flex. You're not a rapper, you comedy, commentary, and actor. Feed them with a slingshot, you better call the pastor. David ain't and Goliath, your statues a non-factor. Friends really love you, they scatter and contact you like. Shack, just let it be, because no weapons gonna ever prosper. Remember, you're a cop with endorsements and you're a doctor. I'm gonna get the Tommy and do the diesel like Proctor. And your weight rising, you might just be at the opera. Yeah. I know you got habits to cover back. So Oil. Yeah, <laughs> <Spoiler> alert, <laughs> by the
1: way, the basement, if anybody still watches that bullshit there, fall, show, so yeah, enough of that, man. We'll, we'll yeah. fade that down. If you want to check that, check that on SoundCloud. It's called "I Rest My Case." <laughs> so now we have Shaq. I think Shaq will respond, by the way, because he's petty like that. But now we have Shaq's one track against Dame Lillard's two responses. So, Figgy, who do you think is winning this rap battle so far?
2: Who I, um, let me start off by saying this. I think, um, I think Dame Dad, I I was about to say Dame Dad, Dame (laughs) Dallas. I think his, I think his raps were better. Mm -hmm. I think he had the, uh, uh, he had original beats and all that stuff. And um, I think he way better as far as rapping. But when it comes to diss songs, (laughs) it don't matter about who can flip this word better and all mm-hmm. this other shit. It's about who dissed you the most, what made other people laugh the most and all this other stuff. And I think Shaq got them. I think Shaq, uh, said some more clever, funnier things. And, um, yeah, I think Dane, Dane was really rapping. Yeah. He, you know, he'd throw a couple jabs here and there, but he was actually rapping. um, Everything Shaq said went towards Dame, And so I think that's that's why people say Shaq got it. And that's why I think he got it. Because he dissed him. He went after him. Yeah. Everything was laid out towards him. And I'm not saying that. I mean, we're going to be sitting here bumping Shaq. <laughs> because it's a great song and nothing like that. But as far as the, when it comes to this, it's all about dissing that other person. Like, if you could make that other person sound weaker or say funny shit about the other person. I think Shaq got it.
1: I agree, man. I got to agree with that. Um, Number one, I got to start by saying, I think Shaq is an underrated hip hop legend. Mm. We don't really talk about him much or at all in any kind of hip hop conversation, but if you look at his discography, number one, he dropped a platinum album. His first album went platinum, and that had really no features except from like Fife Dog. You know, it had production from Ali Shahid behind it, So it was like a Tribe Called Quest sounding album yeah. with Shaq rapping it, and it went platinum. His My favorite album by him is Can't Stop the Rain. Yeah, He had Jay-Z on Biggie. it, Biggie on it. It had a lot of dope songs, man. It had a cool East Coast flavor, but that classic song, Can't Stop the Rain, one of my favorite <laughs> hip-hop songs, man. I love that song. And Shaq held his own. Yeah, Again, some of it. He had a song with Rock He was on Warren G. He had some legends, and he held his own with all of them, man. Yeah, like I'm not saying. Well, actually, I do think he probably wrote all his rhymes because I you, think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, he takes his hip hop shit more seriously than people think. Yeah, you know, and I think he's an. Un- I'm not saying he's the goat. I'm not saying he's top thirty but I think he is a solid rapper who people underestimate just because he looks like a clown on TV. Sometimes he's just old big Shaq. Shaq can rap, man. Yeah. Better than Kobe. Kobe tried to rap and he couldn't (laughs) do it. So yeah. Number one is that number two, I agree with you. Dame is one of those rappers who he's lyrical, but he's kind of born. Yeah. Shaq is an entertaining person. Naturally. I thought the presentation, not only the fact that he's rapping over a classic beat that kind of matches the diss as well.
2: That's that's that old school mentality. Yeah. I think, who was it? Drake? Who who the one that made the original diss song with the original beat?
1: Yeah, Drake with the Duppy freestyle. Are you talking about uh, the Meek shit? No,
2: probably the Meek shit because he actually made a real song, which was a diss song. Yeah. Not like. Rapping over an old beat Mm -hmm. and this and that
1: person. But Shaq did the old school method of doing a freestyle over somebody else's beat. Yeah,
2: I love when people do that, man. Me
1: too. And that's a great beat too, man. Yeah. Classic beat. Yeah. And I like the presentation of him having the puppet. He had a (laughs) puppet rapping along with the boombox. Like, it was (laughs) dope, man. Yeah. So, it was entertaining. And then Dame comes and... First, he acts like, oh, I'm going to put this nigga to bed real quick. I'm going go to go back to practice after I drop this track real quick. <laughs> but you could tell, because I don't think Shaq even, I think Shaq said he might drop another track or something. But you could tell that kind of burned Dame, the fact that people were saying he lost because he came back with this one. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, I think this one was harder. If you listen to the whole thing, I think the disses were a little more potent. In this one, Dame got some corny lines in the first one, man. <laughs> he said, "I'm from where Tom hangs from, but ain't no Tomfoolery." <laughs> shit like that, like <laughs> you, you go back into the booth, man. <laughs> Redo that shit. <laughs> that shit sounded stupid. But Dame is one of those rappers where it's like he just values the punchline and making something sound like that he thinks sound clever over being entertaining. And having a, a entertaining delivery. And Shaq does that, man. Yeah. Like he, his song was just more entertaining to me. Yeah. I liked it a lot more. Yeah. And I, yeah. So I, I, that's what I think, man. And like you said, he's he's old school hip hop. He uses the old school mentality. I remember when he dissed LeVar Ball <laughs> oh, and yeah. he did it over the Blueprint My Mama Loves Me song. Yeah. And that shit was dope, man. Like he's <laughs> into hip hop, man. He's yeah. from the old school. Yeah. So I enjoy listening to his music more. And another thing, Dame, okay, he's a rapper. Is he ever going to release an album? I think he
2: will. I I think he will. I think like I said, I think he got talent.
1: He does, he, but what's he like how can you what what okay, the problem is, what does Dame really have over Shaq to rap about? Yeah. You could say I'm a better rapper, but you don't put a project out Yeah, You just put random songs on YouTube and make random videos, but you're not putting yourself out there as a rapper. Shaq did that. He signed to a label. He dropped major records.
2: Yeah. Now, to be fair, I don't think he was expecting to get this smoke because they asked a valid question. Are you a better rapper, or do you think you're better than Shaq or something like that? Yeah. And he said as far as rapping, like rapping ability, he think he is better. He did. But, um... But he did kind of downplay Shaq, saying, oh, yeah, he it was Shaq. It was just Shaq with so-and-so. Yeah. So that's the reason why he went not platinum. But Shaq got a little offended, like, hey, I'll be rapping. <laughs> yeah. I hold my own. Let me throw something together.
1: Shaq will diss anybody who disses him, man. He's yeah. not scared of anybody. So he'll. I think Dame must have known in the back of his head that he was probably going to come with something. <laughs> but –
2: I just think, man, see, I think people need to realize when doing diss songs, it's not all about the rapping ability. Mm-hmm. It's, this is not, yeah, yeah, people not looking at how you flip this word or that word. Yeah. They want to hear either, um, in this situation, they want to hear some funny stuff
1: mm-hmm.
2: or they want you to spill some tea.
1: It's about moving the crowd, man. Yeah, because thing.
2: if you look at, um, if you look at um, a T this song to Drake. It wasn't nothing you'll go back and play, but he spilled a lot of tea. He mm-hmm. said a lot of shit where you like, oh, oh like there's a lot of jabs in there. Yeah. That was clear. It wasn't, he wasn't trying to be too extra and flip the tongue this way and all that stuff. He got straight to the shits. Like, don't nobody care about the whole rapper. Same thing with um, MGK and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Eminem try to get too technical where people mindsets ain't, Really set to that people. Yeah. Want, people want to hear some jazz. People want to hear you say "f you." I did this to your mom, mm-hmm. and people want to hear that more than the actual <laughs> lyrical ability. So I think Dang I think Dang messed up by trying to be serious a little bit. He should have. He should have had fun with it. He should have picked an, <laughs> another beat and said, "Oh, this fat dude think he all that." He he, he could have been super simple. Yeah, and as long as he um was funny. If if all he had to do is just be funny, say some <laughs> little funny lines. He ain't had to get too lyrical, miracle on it.
1: The problem with Dame too, and I think he kind of addressed this in the next track, but the first one he was a little bit too respectful to Shaq. <laughs> you know, and really he had to be because yeah. when Shaq brings up the fact that she'll never be Westbrook, you know it'd be Steph Curry, I mean that's kind of I'm not I think Dame is better than Westbrook probably. But I, he's not better than Steph Curry, so I mean, what what can you really say in response to that? Yeah, he, you can lie and say that Kobe took you to them championships, but we know that's not true. He was Finals MVP. Shaq was, so yeah. you know that's a lie. And yeah. you really can't say like e- even he was saying in the first episode, yeah, you was a diesel, you was a goat, you know, you was doing your thing. So well, you're already kind of putting yourself in a losing position when you're giving you know bigging up the other guy. MGK did that pretty well, but Dame really didn't do that here. It just sounded like he was kind of admitting, okay, you're the better ball player, but he's trying to prove that he's a better rapper, and he even do that that well. So
2: yeah, and I think Dame was a little offended too because he really taking the rap shit serious. He's trying, I guess. And a dude that's you know that kind of fuck around with it, (laughs) kind of got in got into (laughs) you. I can understand why he made that second diss track.
1: Yeah. I think he was just upset that, I mean, he's a super competitive dude. He's in the NBA. Of course he's going to be, but I think he's just, you know, I think he takes the title of being the best rapper in the NBA. Very seriously. Yeah. You know, but
2: see, just imagine, um, whatever job you do, just imagine you taking that series. You love your job. You love what you do. And some nigga come in like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. And then he, try to do your job and do yeah. it better.
1: <laughs> You're going
2: to be like, man, like I'm taking this shit yeah. serious. And it's like somebody who tried to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I, I could get on stage. I could do that. But uh, that, that would piss a real comedian off. Like, man, like we out here grinding. I'm, I'm taking this shit serious. This all I ever wanted to do. And you got this nice ass job and you want to come over here and take my shine. <laughs> and you doing better than me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But that's the weird thing, though, because you could argue that Shaq took the rap shit more seriously than Dame did. Yeah, You know, Dame won't release an album. He, You don't see him on anybody's track as a featured artist. I don't know if that's the thing with the NBA where he can't do that or whatever deal he has. I don't know. But, I mean, to be honest, Shaq has taken the rap thing more seriously than Dame now. I know Dame <laughs> likes to get on Sway in the morning and do a hot freestyling and impress everybody. <laughs> But eh, until you put a project out, I can't rate you as a rapper. Mm. I can't, and he didn't put a project out yet that I can remember. So yeah, I, yeah. I can't rate him, man. I can't say he's better than Shaq.
2: I don't think he's better than Arian Foster, honestly. Uh, I like yeah. Arian Foster. Yeah,
1: better. I mean, if we're, we're ju- if we're just talking. NBA players Yeah that's But then yeah. I, I, There's really no NFL rappers either Juju, Juju tried that Who tried to be a rapper it's, Was it um on Bell yeah, yeah he was terrible <laughs> I, I hope he Some quit
2: Some of the songs I actually I'm like kind right, of Shrimp it kinda Bayless got a
1: little... Man come on now <laughs> Yeah
2: It was I forgot the name of the song But it was kind of It had a little bump to it Yeah But you could tell He was In that younger Stage of Rap He wasn't He wasn't a shack Where yeah. he was really taking the shit serious. It was more little mumble rap shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Amigos flow. Yeah. The thing I respected about Aaron Foster, though, was he actually waited until he could put out a, per- a complete project before he, he put did it together. It. You know, Yeah. unless you knew him, you didn't even know he rapped. Yeah. You know, cause I think Wade Smith was saying like, we all knew he rapped, but everybody else didn't cause he never did a freestyle. He never put no Lucys out there. He yeah. waited until he was ready to release something that was complete before he put something out there. So, and
2: he had real instruments. Exactly. He really, yeah, he really he, put
1: it together. Yeah, he didn't play around with it, man. And Dame, as much as you want to say, as a great rapper he is, he's kind of playing around with it, you yeah. know, in my opinion. But it is what it is, man. If y'all <laughs> if y'all think differently, let us know on social media if we tripping or not. But I think Shaq took it. I figure you think the same thing. So. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully Shaq don't ruin his momentum by dropping something whack. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Pull a Remy mark. <laughs> try to release something yeah, again. Try to back to back yeah, try to back-to-back him. It's not going to work. <laughs> um, so, let's get into something a little bit more serious now, man. Um, So, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with this whole Botham Gene case, man. But it's something that happened. Uh, I want to say it happened last year where a female police officer off duty went into a man's apartment, mistaking it for her own, killed the man in his own apartment because she thought he was an intruder. Um, She had a very, very public trial this past few, uh, this past week um, was found guilty of murder. Sentenced to 10 years in prison. And following that, there's been some controversial things that have happened, uh, most controversially is her brother. Cause you know, usually when this happens, they let the family take the stand and say something to the, uh, the perpetrator. And uh, so her, the man's brought them jeans, her, his brother got up there on the stand and was very apologetic towards Amber Geiger um, said he forgives her, um, gave her a hug you know, uh, was very, very respectful and very, very forgiving for what she had done. Um, there also the judge gave her a
2: hug too. <laughs> that was bizarre. Yeah, man.
1: that was the weirdest thing to me. Um, there, there was some weird behavior. Um, the mother also came out and spoke, and she said that the biggest thing here was the police corruption. Let's not forget that. Um, but you know. I think the family was w- hoping for more time but the jury decided the sentencing and they decided on 10 years so that that happened people had different takes on the reactions of the family some people were saying you know how can you forgive somebody who killed your son brother etc etc and and why are black people always the ones who have to forgive and, and all this stuff? You, you've seen the reactions. Y'all yeah. probably know by now. But, Figgy, what do you make of all this, man? What did you think about the verdict and the reaction of the family?
2: Man, it, it was weird seeing the up and downs from social media because when it first came out and said she was guilty of murder, she was found guilty. People was popping bottles, they were celebrating, yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah like finally. The OJ. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> finally, somebody, you know, being held accountable. But then <laughs> I, I want to say a day or two later, then say, oh yeah, she got 10 years. So people were like, what? How'd she get 10 years for murder? Blah, blah, blah. Drug dealers got more years than that. Yeah. And and then, um, and then of course we saw the videos, the pictures of the judge hugging the The um, Amber, Mm -hmm. the brother hugging Amber and all this stuff, saying he forgive her and all this other stuff. So it created like a whole war between like Christians and other people. But me personally, um, I kind of didn't have a problem. Me personally, I probably wouldn't have hugged her if if I was in, in his situation. I probably wouldn't have gave her a hug or nothing like that. But I kind of see what he was doing. Like, this dude this dude lost his brother to her. And I think he was just trying to take a different approach to it. Instead of... I think a lot of people just wanted the whole, you know, try to jump over the bailiff and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, you killed my brother. Uh, but I think he's just trying to... T- I think he's trying to find a way to, you know, move on a little bit. What's the purpose of being so angry? No, you know, that... I mean, at this point, the trial is over. Mm-hmm. So I think he's j- just trying to move past it. He's trying to be at peace. So I, that's how I kind of took it. I ain't really take it as, you know, he being stupid or anything like that. As far as the um, judge, that that kind of threw me off because I never seen a judge hug up somebody going to jail for murder. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. But the more I got to thinking... I don't know what type of relationship the judge had with the, with the, um,
1: the, um, yeah, Amber, the defendant.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It could be a corruption thing where they all connected and she might have knew that, knew Amber and was a little disappointed, like, dang, I'm sorry I had to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you're not that type of person. And I hate that you went through this and maybe gave her a hug. But it was so bizarre, man. It was really bizarre. I've never seen anything like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, I agree. Um, I'll start with the verdict uh, and my take on it. This is one of those cases where I I probably didn't follow it as much um, as far as day to day because I knew what happened. I followed it when it, you know, the first stories were breaking out. But this is one of those cases where I wouldn't have been surprised at either verdict. As weird as that sounds. Like if they found her guilty, I wouldn't be surprised because, yes, yeah, she was caught in cold blood. She ran to a dude's house and murdered him. But then again, if she was found not guilty, I'd be like, OK, that's a police. Same old, yeah, same exactly. Old. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, of course, the law going protect to protect the police. And that's, I think, the crux of it for me. I don't see this as much as a race thing as, as whatever you want to think about that. I know people are going to hear that and say like you coon, but I think this is more of a a police versus civilian thing, Mm. because I think if this woman was not a police officer, she would have immediately been found guilty and then got 25 plus years in prison. Um, And there would not be this kind of remorse or forgiveness or any feel for her. But because she's a police officer We know the law typically works in their favor. And I also think if it was a black police officer who accidentally killed a black man, he would get off fairly light, too. Mm. Honestly, that's just how I feel the dynamics are with police when they get charged for something like this. You know, the law protects them. So I thought I saw it more as police versus civilians and I saw it black versus white. Yes, there are racial dynamics there. I understand that. But to me, it was more so the fact that she was a cop and that people were just going to side with her and her story regardless. So I took that into account, number one. Um, When the verdict came, I was like, okay, guilty, murder, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, The sentence, I have some thoughts on that. Number one, the jury decided the sentence, and it was a jury mainly of women, Mm. which— Um, The family of Botham Jean actually said, I think it was her mother who said this, uh, they think that they want they wanted a harsher punishment, but they think the reason why it was only 10 years is because the women sided with another woman and they sympathized with her.
2: I kind of agree with that.
1: (laughs) Y'all women got to take that L because y'all was in the courtroom. (laughs) y'all had a chance and y'all protected your girl so I'm not blaming all women but y'all blame fuck it man y'all blame all men for For some shit that R. Kelly does so fuck y'all man y'all gotta take that L too (laughs) I'm sick of that shit y'all blame all men for R. Kelly raping but we got (laughs) oh it's only these few women who were at fault for letting this woman go
2: it's funny I seen somebody tweet um, how This is more of a woman thing because they. uh, If it was a man, if it was a white man, he would have got off easy. But this is a woman thing. They they being real harsh with women. Yeah. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I never thought about that angle, but
1: (laughs) I I bet. I, I just see it as and that's what the family said they said that you know they sided with one of their own and they saw a woman in pain on that stand crying and asking for forgiveness you know saying she hates herself for it they sympathized with her and that's why she only got 10 years I will say this about 10 years though 10 years is not light work <laughs> um, I do think that most sentence, prison sentences are too long I think a life sentence cause people were saying they should have gave this girl life a life sentence to me is kind of cruel and unusual punishment. I think the only people who should get a life sentence are people who were like serial killers, mm. people who are proven that no matter what, they're just going to get out and hurt people again. Yeah. You know, but if we operate under the idea that prison is for rehab and for to fix somebody, who made a mistake, punish them, but at the same time rehabilitate them and to reintegrate them into society, we can't say that somebody should get 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 years in prison for one kind of murder because that doesn't leave you any time to yeah, atone for you. Exactly. That's your life. So 10 years is not, and I think she'll be eligible for parole in five which that, that's light. Yeah. But 10 years is not light to me. Yeah, I think that's a pretty long time. You yeah. know, think about what you're doing 10 years ago. It seemed like forever ago. Yeah, I agree with you
2: on that. But the thing, get, the part that I can't get with is, what's the lightest um, turn for somebody who killed someone? It's usually like a good 15, 20 years. Like, I, I never heard nobody get out of it. But, out of prison after five years for murder. Not like a manslaughter and yeah. nothing like that. Ashley, murder. So that's that's the only thing that's kind of cringing a little bit because if it was anybody else, it would have been 25 to life. Yeah. But um, in her situation, and to be fair, like, I mean, I ain't see nothing racist about it or I ain't see it – was, it wasn't nothing alarming where I'm like, damn, she, you know, we kind of seen this coming with her and pulled up a whole bunch of receipts. I don't know what type of relationship they had or where she wanted to kill this guy and kind of play it off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But she, it seemed like she had no history of that type of behavior. So that's why, I I mean, that's why I could see where, you know, the family kind of hug her. Yeah. Because I could see, maybe it was honest. I mean, I don't think it was a mistake. I think it was a little more to it. But... I can see why they, you know, hug her and kind of sympathize for her a little bit because it's like, damn, she really <laughs> made a one bad mistake, and you know, just imagine if she had to spend the rest of her life in jail mm-hmm. just for that one night, or and if it if it was if what she said was true, if she was really in the wrong house, thought she was in her house, yeah. Like you spending the rest of your life in jail because of that, that one mistake.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So, I mean, it is kind of fucked up, but just looking at the history, it's it's people that spend 25 of life without killing anybody.
1: That's true. And that's wrong too to me. Yeah, so.
2: I, I, I agree. So it's just a little weird that a white woman gets 10 years that's and five true. years probation or eligible for you know, parole in five years yeah. for murdering somebody in their own house. Not not hitting her with a car, or nothing mm. like that, but actually going in and shooting them. Yeah, breaking into somebody's house pretty much and yeah. murdering them with them not doing anything. Yeah. That's just a little weird, man.
1: That's true. And a few members of the jury actually spoke on this. They talked about why they only gave her 10 years. Apparently, they originally wanted to go with like 26 which I think is what the mother wanted because that was how old Botham was. Mm -hmm. But apparently they realized that the idea was that that would be like an eye for an eye. And they believe that Botham Jean would not want, you know, to pay, repay hate with hate basically, or to basically they think that the type of person he was being presented as he would be more forgiving and wouldn't just want her to want vengeance Basically. So that was their reasoning for going with 10 instead of 20 plus or whatever it was. You know, you can criticize that as however you want. I don't know, I didn't know him, so I can't speak on what he would want. Yeah. But going by what they said, that's how they came with that decision. So yeah, yeah. it's weird. But and they did admit that there was not even a deliberation about the murder charge. Like they instantly knew she was guilty. And because she admitted, I believe, that she went into the apartment with the intent to kill whoever was in there. She made that decision up before she even went into the apartment. Yeah. And that's the definition of murder, you know? Yeah. So uh, there, there's that, but that was a jury's explanation for giving her 10 years, whether you buy it or not, whatever. But we weren't in that jury room. We didn't hear all the case testimony and all that stuff. So yeah, that's on them. Now, as far as the family's response to how this happened or or to everything that happened since then, um, the brother and what he did. Actually, everybody's response like, fuck it. I think it's kind of fucked up for us to judge the family on how they're reacting to this. I agree. You can say I wouldn't do that. You can say. You know, if somebody in my family did that or was gone, I would definitely not hug that person. I get that, but it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know this guy. You know, honestly, we had no connection to him at all besides him being black and us feeling personally attached to the story because of that. But that's it. Yeah. You know, we didn't know him, and the family has to deal with his loss. So I'm not going to sit here and judge the family or call them sellouts or coons or whatever for hugging the woman and forgiving her. You know, I think it the the father saying that he wants to be her friend one day maybe was kind of weird. You ain't yeah. got to go that far. Imagine inviting the girl to dinner, that the kill, woman who killed your simple, son. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, that was weird to me. But everything else, the hugging, everything is a thing too. sidebar real quick. <laughs> Um, kind of a sidebar, I guess, but what they're doing, the family did here in this case, that's the hard part of being a Christian. You know, I think a lot of Christians do the easy parts of being a Christian, but don't do the hard parts. The easy parts of being a Christian include praying for your own blessings, thanking God for your own blessings and asking for forgiveness when you fuck up. Yeah, that's the easy part. The hard part is forgiving people who have wronged you. Yeah. And that's the cornerstone of being Christian. That's what Jesus did when he was getting crucified.
2: Yeah. No he, matter what you did, like, you should always yes, be forgiven. forgive.
1: You should always forgive. Yeah. And that's the cornerstone of being a Christian. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be done dirty by somebody and forgive them. You know, we are naturally vindictive people. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people carry that hate in their hearts. And a lot of these so-called Christians were talking about how wrong this family was for what they were saying and doing. But that's very Christian like. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because if you look at
2: like a pastor, he's not about to turn away from somebody who did time for murder. Yes. You know, if he want to change his life. Like you can't say, "Oh no, you a murderer." Yeah, I can't. You know, not they go to these jails too, man. They they preach at these jails, and you know, if you want to change your life, that's you know, open arms. You can't hold that against anybody. Yes. because who are who are you the judge? So whatever you did is cool, but you get to judge exactly. what I did. Exactly, even though it's murder, I get it. But like, who are you the judge? Exactly, and. and, and A lot of Christians do judge people, not even stuff on murder, just Mm -hmm. regular stuff saying, oh, you got a tattoo on your face.
1: Judge you off your tweets. Yeah. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, that's kind (laughs) of that's kind of the Christian. uh, That's kind of what's in the Christian community. Like you got all these you got all these people that's doing that type of stuff, judging you. But acting like they don't stink. <laughs> they shit don't
1: stink. It's hypocrisy, man. Honestly, it really is. And I really don't respect the Christians who go about it like that, you know. yeah. I respect the ones like the this man's family, honestly, the ones who stick around and do the hard part. Yeah. And this is very hard, man. Like, even if I was a hardcore Christian, I can't say if somebody killed my sister or anybody close to me, I would forgive them. Yeah. But I think that's powerful, man. So... Yeah. Like, whatever you want to say about the ju- the judge, uh, and I will speak on that, too. The judge was weird. Yeah. That was weird. Um, i never seen anything like that before.
2: Yeah, that's why I was wondering, were they cool? Did they have some type of relationship before?
1: I don't know. If so,
2: then I will get it. I will understand it. If, Like I said, she was a cop, mm-hmm. so I don't know if they had some type of relationship or she knew this person personally, but... That whole situation, I never seen nothing like that.
1: I just think it was some weird female empathy going on in this case, man. Because the judge, the first off, the jury saying, being mainly women, saying that they wanted to a lighter sentence than, you know, paying fire of a repaying fire with fire. Yeah. So that's they gave her 10 years because they felt bad for her. And then the judge feels bad for her. The, there's also a woman security guard who was stroking her hair while she was sitting there. And very weird stuff going on here with the yeah. women involved in this case, man. <laughs> so I got to call y'all women yeah. out. I ain't seen know. nobody
2: mention that, though. Right. I, ain't gonna lie.
1: Nah, I seen a few. I seen a <laughs> few, but they they getting hidden by Twitter. You know, you got to be following them to see these types of tweets because they <laughs> hide problematic tweets now. Yeah, But yeah, I've seen a lot of, of female odd behavior concerning this woman and the judge was especially weird. Yeah. Like, you gotta at least act impartial. <laughs> at least in public view. Don't yeah. hug this woman in, in, in public where we can all see it. That looks, that looks very odd.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she get out in five years. She might. This.
1: She might. I think some of that depends on what the family believes too. So if the family wants her to or thinks that she's repentant then they might just say hey you know Yeah, but I don't know man it's a lot going into it but
2: I think people and, and to piggyback off of your um, point I think people need to chill out on judging how they should react to a uh, sentencing yeah because it, I mean it's kind of like going to a funeral like if you lost a loved one they at the funeral like just because they're happy and they're smiling like that's how they cope. That's how they cope with yes. their hurtness. Like they don't have to be. They, don't, they shouldn't have to sit there and cry mm-hmm. for you to be like, oh yeah, they really hurt. Mm-hmm. If that person get up there in front of everybody and kind of smile, joke a little bit, and don't cry. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's the way they want to handle it. So if this guy felt like hugging this girl will you know kind of make things better, make mm-hmm. it if that make him sleep better at night. Yeah. Why not do Why be mad at that? Y'all, y'all want him to climb over the bailiff and punch her in the face yes. and all this other stuff? It,
1: it was his brother, okay? And yeah. people who are making it like oh, why do black people always... I don't remember a fucking community meeting about how this is going to happen.
2: People need to quit being more Martin and more Malcolm. Yeah, i seen something like
1: that, yeah. I I hate that, man, because that assumes that, number one, we're all monolithic and see things the exact same way. And that's kind of racist in itself as to saying there should be one black reaction to shit.
2: Yeah, we're all not wild. Yes. Where we, you know, jumping over the... <laughs> the damn chairs and throwing all yeah. that. Stuff. Everybody not like that. I like I, I mean, I don't know how I act if somebody killed my loved one. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about I I I know for sure I won't hug that person, especially yeah. if I didn't know that person or anything like that. But I'm sure as hell I ain't about to sit there and cuss them out or yeah. anything like that.
1: And to clarify, I don't think either of us would react the way that this family did. Or at least the brother did. That's strange to me. Yeah, fair enough. But like I said, I'm not going to judge them for how they're dealing. That that was his way
2: with dealing with it. Yeah. It's already hard. He lost the person. He's not coming back. Exactly. So what's the purpose of being angry? (laughs) What's the purpose of cussing this lady out or making a scene about it?
1: I don't like the fact that on top of them losing a brother, a friend, a son – they also have to deal with social media harassment now, with all these people calling them coons and sellouts that's, and shit. That, yeah, that's, that's annoying to me. That's terrible, man. It really is. That's terrible. So, if you
2: want to deal with it that way, let you know,
1: let, let however let them. they want to deal with it. Let them deal with it, but yeah. don't don't call them out their name. Don't call them coons, sellouts, all this stuff just because they mourn in this way, because yeah i don't know that's it's how already is ter- supposed to
2: yeah that's a terror it's already a terrible situation yeah so if he want to you know forget this person that's on him exactly that, it's, it has got it's nothing their, to do with us it
1: was their family member let them mourn and recover the way they want to don't get mad on social media on their behalf because yeah. it does no good to anybody yeah so yeah rest in peace to that young man the terrible situation all around but yeah that's, that's really all i have on it man it was very emotional week on social media because of this yeah. whole case, but yeah, it is what it is, man.
2: <laughs> black people going against black people, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so let's lighten things up, man. Uh, we can get into some what a bro knows real quick. Um, I, I have a, 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 a story from your favorite rapper, I think you already seen it, so you know I'm uh, talking yeah. about. <laughs> yes, so ASAP Rocky. Um, Let me see where this is from. He's I guess he was in a a issue of Vogue, which I guess he's wasted. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Probably wearing a skirt, too. But (laughs) (laughs) so apparently uh, ASAP Rocky has gotten into nail art, which is what it sounds like art on your fingernails. Yes. For men. And he said this quote in the issue of Vogue. He said, I feel like men should be able to do nail art without feeling feminine. And he's basically showing off a bunch of art he has on his nails. Is nail is painting his nails. Okay. And he has some designs on it. I guess that makes it look a little more a little more masculine and just putting <laughs> pink or whatever on it. But yeah, he's uh Done. Done the thing with painting his nails. A lot of rappers have done this. Well, I think Jaden did it. Like a bunch of the typical rappers. You yeah, think? Would, hell, yeah. yeah. So, Figgy, what do you think about this, man? Is this really the next wave? And would you do it?
2: Um. To your first question, yes, I think it's the next <laughs> wave. Would I do it? Hell no. <laughs> like I understand, you know. Um, it's funny because every time this conversation come up. People always try to bring up the oh, y'all y'all act like it's is it's gay to, to do get manicures and pedicures. No, we're not saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a little weird painting your nails yes. a color. Like it's one thing. I I seen somebody debating the whole um getting a clear coat on your note or I mean on your um toes. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm me personally, I don't do that. But I see people trying to defend it like, oh, it help your ne- na- your
1: toenails grow and
2: all this other make Why it makes you want
1: that I don't <laughs> you know You want your toenails to grow longer,
2: yeah, or stay strong or something like that I, they was pretty much defending it, but to me, the color thing i I don't get I don't know if it's a Europe thing, but to me that I don't know man. I can see it being a way though. I see a lot more people doing it. Yeah. We seen Snoop with the <laughs> with the yeah the French, French I forgot steps. about that
1: shit, man. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to I, remember that.
2: Man, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of rappers gonna do it, man. It's gonna yeah. <laughs> branch off in the hood.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: This this uh, I know we talked about getting older earlier. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons I'm kind of glad I'm the older person. I'm not, because I, I I would definitely be the old school person in this and say, nah, <laughs> man, I ain't doing that stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm cool with my little nose ring and <laughs> earring piercing. Yeah, that's all I need, man. I don't need nothing else.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean,
2: it's getting look, worse, man. It, it nothing wrong with it if that's your thing, but to me, it's a little weird that they trying to branch it off saying hey there's nothing wrong with that look guys we need guys need to do that more often and like don't try to push that to make it like it's it's a normal thing
1: i I mean yeah man it's i i don't know what i would do and i i try to think about this as inclusive as I can be because, you know, we have all types of people listening to the podcast and we try to respect everybody here. So I'm not going to say like, you know, it's soup. It makes you gay to paint your nails, but (laughs) I was going to say, but it kind of does. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's there are certain things where it's like men are taking on more feminine things and try to say it's not feminine.
2: Yeah, that's the problem I had with it. If if you want to do that, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But to me, I felt like they they trying to force it on men, especially if the if a guy don't want it, yeah. if a guy don't want it, or a guy don't like it, or he said nah, that's not me, then they try to force it. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. and that don't make you gay or that like no, like it's nothing wrong with me not wanting that. Yeah, but now you're trying to force it on me. Because you got it or you want that. And now you're trying to make me look like I'm bashing somebody for getting it.
1: (laughs) I wanted, and we got to ask Jasmine this too, because I really wonder what women think. I remember we asked Jules, because Jules was dating a guy who she found out was painting his nails.
2: Yeah, I remember that. yeah.
1: Yeah, she was really tripped out by it. Um, so I want to know how women feel about this. Like, would they be cool with it? Yeah, it's one thing. ASAP Rocky is famous, so you be fucking with him no matter what. But yeah. I really wonder if women,
2: a normal really guy.
1: want a dude who's getting his nails done. Like, y'all both got a book nail <laughs> appointments. <laughs> Pick a color and all this I'll stuff. Really, I really don't know. Like, y'all comparing your shit and seeing who's look cleaner. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if women would actually want this. I just don't on a see the fascination.
2: Guy. Like, I I never show off my nails. Yeah. Like, if anything, I, I I might, you know, get a manicure or something like that. And that's probably like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> if that. But I don't know. I just don't I never seen myself like, hmm, like, let me try a color. Yeah. It's the new style. Like, I'm not showing off my hands. So <laughs> I just don't I don't know, man.
1: It's, yeah, this is one of those like high fashion only things that people do. Like, you know, buying the Kanye clothes. If you buy Kanye's clothes, you probably paint your nails, too. I'm not <laughs> talking about the Yeezys. I'm talking about the entire outfits. Yeah. So, yeah, this is supposed to be one of those high fashion things. I don't yeah. know, man. It's not for me, though.
2: Even with the bags now. Like, these guys wearing these, um, like, I don't want to call them purses, but they 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 look like purses, but they' the calling purse, them bags.
1: Yeah, the purse is already like it's, it's weird. It's kind of normal now. It is. Yeah, it one hundred percent is. I don't look
2: at nobody crazy for wearing it.
1: I st- there are moments where it's still funny. When LeBron took his purse and walked off the podium, his bag, <laughs> his bag, not the purse. It's a mag That nigga took his purse And walked (laughs) off And said Be better next time (laughs) So
2: I think it looked weird Like I seen a couple people In the mall like that It looked weird to me When It's a guy that's wearing like Baggy clothes He looked like a tough guy Yeah But he rocking like a Louis Vuitton Or MCM type of bag (laughs) That's not like a book bag But Mm -hmm. More something that Got like a, a purse,
1: scrap across <laughs> a purse, but yeah, the man purse like that battle has been lost. Yeah, I we used to laugh at that, but now it's fairly normal. Yeah, you can't, so, you
2: can't talk down on it because yeah. your favorite rapper, <laughs> your favorite, or favorite athlete, athlete is
1: probably rocking the purse. Yeah, so yeah, it's very weird how things are changing now.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I, I yeah, but like I said, to answer your question, I feel like the nail thing might be a new wave. Yeah, <laughs> we can name like five rappers who did it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't I don't know how we got here. I blame niggas like ASAP Rocky. <laughs> you know, but he wasn't the first, though. He wasn't, but he was. But. Well, he was the one who made because I remember when Lil B came out and he was on a lot of this shit that ASAP Rocky's on like. At one point, Lil B was clearly wearing women's clothes and he was calling himself a pretty bitch all the time. Yeah. And then ASAP came out like a year or two later. He called himself a pretty motherfucker. Yeah. But (laughs) he he would also wear women's clothes and or like blouses and, you know, the the stuff he was wearing, but he would do it in a more masculine way, I guess. People more accepted that in the mainstream where Lil B was just too out there for people. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think he kind of made it more mainstream, but people were doing it before him. So, yeah, is what it is, man. (laughs) So, yeah, nail art is here to stay, I guess. You think you think it's going to continue? Oh, definitely. Look, man, things are only going to get more insane in this world. I've accepted that. Like, (laughs) we haven't even seen the worst of it.
2: Yeah. We seen a little bit with the
1: dresses. Yeah.
2: Kind of rarely. Yeah. But, no,
1: the skirt is going to be commonplace now I think, man. Like there's going to be a lot of things where it's just like I saw a okay, another <laughs> what a bro knows topic. This comes up on the timeline every once in a while. So you probably heard this discussion before. Um it's basically somebody asking if it's gay for a woman to peg a man or for your girlfriend oh, to peg man. a man. <laughs> and this discussion goes on usually in the both extremes where people women are swearing it's not gay. Yeah. You know, they're saying a gay act is only between two people two. of the same, same gender. Shit. Yeah. So as long as it's a woman doing it, it's not gay. Most of us with common sense are saying, okay, if you're strapping some on and fucking a dude, yeah. that's a gay act. Yeah. But a lot of women and a lot of men, too, well, not a lot with some men are saying that it's not a gay thing. And I think this is one of those discussions that will just be like one day we'll think of nothing of it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, OK,
2: it's kind of <laughs> but see, it's kind of like that now because the whole I know you probably seen this, too, but the whole women eating men's ass.
1: Yeah. Oh God, that, that's like a thing now. <laughs> This type of shit we talk about when Jasmine gone, by the way. Yeah. She <laughs> we would get be disgusted it, right, right now.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's the type of stuff now that I guess people don't really look at as much. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just Remember the whole 50 cent thing? yeah. And it's like, damn, like, to me, I could... I don't like nobody back there, man. Like, what you back there for? <laughs> but I, th- I just, I don't know, man. I think this shit's starting to get normal now. Mm-hmm. So not our age range, but <laughs> people that and was born after 2000, yeah. they're going to look at that as normal. And and to the whole peg thing, I, 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 yeah, the definition of gay is, you know, two of the same sex. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know man I think I think what it is I think people need to you know (laughs) I guess be more private with their lives yes they don't need to be talking about what they do in the bedroom and all this stuff because truth be told everybody like some type of weird shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) some people like sucking toes some people like you know
1: I don't know, whatever. Peeing on somebody. Yeah, yeah some, yeah, some people like crazy shit. That shit just need to stay between them two. I agree. People are way too open about their sex lives on yeah. social media, too, by the way. And I hate these women who just talk about sucking dick all day. It's a turn like, off. It's not even just that. It's just like you're doing it for attention yeah. after a certain point. Yeah. And it's just like they always talk about the imaginary man that what they would do for him and all this shit and their technique for sucking dick. After a while, I was like, okay, we get yeah, it. You
2: don't even do okay, that. Okay,
1: either post a video or shut the fuck up because I'm tired <laughs> of you tweeting about it. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I get I get sick of people. And the sex, the sex tweets get old after a while, man. Honestly, yeah. we have the same debates Titch every single week. Yeah. It's just such a grabbers to
2: get people to comment and exactly.
1: share and all this other stuff. You know, it's funny because the 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 hot, the semi-hot girl who tweet about sex all day will get thousands of followers. Yeah. A man who do that is just a horny piece of shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> and a scumbag and a pervert. Yeah. yeah. I so. think the sex
2: tweets and the posts and stuff like that is... I guess it's a better way instead of a better way of not posting yourself. Yeah. Like ass pictures and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So um, cowards way out. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And
2: half of the stuff, they probably steal anyway. So it's probably not even the original tweet. So it might be some type of freaky ass tweet. They kind of found and yeah. presented it as their own.
1: But, yeah, that's the case too. A lot of people yeah. steal tweets and shit. Yeah. So,
2: but long story short, man, I think people just need to keep whatever they do in the bedroom. I agree. Yeah, it shouldn't like it shouldn't be no discussion on what you do mm-hmm. there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, whatever y'all cool with in your relationship, that's cool. But yeah. don't involve us in it. <laughs> right. And, I, and try to normalize it by saying it's you know regular shit because yeah. nah, you just a freak.
2: Remember back in the day where um, guys used to be scared of eating pussy
1: i see man the more i think about it was,
2: that we we look people kind of look down on it like you was a sucker
1: people did but i think people always did it they were just on a down low yeah, about that's it that's
2: what i'm saying it was like i think Lil wayne kind of messed it up a little bit yeah. by promoting it in the songs a lot like he did that mm-hmm. but now it's no big deal now like exactly. it's kind of like a must there's thing. no
1: shame in it yeah
2: yeah so it ain't even special
1: Yeah, it's crazy how that changed, man, because, yeah, that used to be the thing publicly, but I really believe privately, it was like, come on, man. Yeah. I don't believe these rappers were really just not doing that at all.
2: Honestly, I think they was getting the most by doing that. Oh, probably. Because it's kind of like, oh, oh, you know, I'll do this for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, now it's so common. They yeah. could get any. They could get Joe from fucking <laughs> Katie yeah. to do that <laughs> with no problem. So you saying you'll do that? It's ain't nothing no big now. Deal.
1: Yeah, that used to be game. You could spit to somebody, but now it's nothing. That was always.
2: That's how yep. I always got my game, man. Mm-hmm. Like send a little freaky text.
1: Yep. And they'd be like, "Okay, oh shit." <laughs>
2: now it's kind of like, eh. yeah, that's that's that's. The, I got that last night.
1: (laughs) You got to talk about eating ass just to even get in the door now. Man. Like enough of that shit. That's not the debate. Yeah. (laughs) So um, let's talk about this whole, we alluded to it earlier, but fuck it. Let's get into it some more. So Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner have officially called it quits. Apparently. Um, This news came this week. They said the breakup was amicable. Um, They basically said, and there were some leaks that came out that said that there was some disagreements over extending their family, having another kid. Also some trust issues. They're both claiming that the breakup was mutual. There was no cheating, nothing scandalous involved. They just kind of grew apart and they're taking a break, but they're broken up. So I thought that was interesting because you also mentioned in the uh, year review of the Travis Scott documentary, "Look, Mama, I Can Fly." You said that their relationship was weird.
2: Yeah. So it was, it's it was, interesting
1: that you brought that up, and then this happened.
2: Yeah, it seemed like I said they didn't seem like a good couple. Like at least we could say Kanye and, and um, Kim is a somewhat of a good couple. They yeah. made for each other Some type. Like the thing. Love is there. Yeah, with them it seemed like they shouldn't even been together. It seemed like that's not his type of chick. And it seemed like she not really into that type of guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It seemed strictly like a business thing. So I don't know. It just seemed weird, man. Like, I don't I don't know Kylie, you know, personally to know what type of shit she's into. But the couples, it, it just seems super weird, man. They ain't really seem like that type of couple where I'm like, wow, yeah. You know, let's give them a nickname. I'm surprised they last this long, but the uh, once I seen the uh, Mama, I can fly. It was kind of like, huh? Like the first thing I thought of was like, why is she with him? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it had like I don't want to label her as like a oh yeah, get with the hottest rapper type of chick, but it seemed like it was kind of that. I just I just didn't it it seemed like they really didn't have a connection at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree, man. Like I didn't see the documentary, but I always thought that pairing was weird. Um, I think most of the Kardashian pairings are weird except for the Kanye thing because he's a weird guy too. Yeah. But I think the, like I said earlier about that whole thing, the, uh, the pairings of them and their backgrounds of the guys they date is very odd being as how they grew up rich and privileged and they're dating Black rappers, generally black rappers and athletes who didn't come from that lifestyle, aren't used to that Hollywood lifestyle, really, and it's a very odd dynamic. So, yeah, I'm not too surprised by this news, honestly. Um, I, I wasn't too deep into the relationship, but I just felt like it was something that was going to eventually fade away. Just yeah. it's not the Kanye and Kim thing is rare because, like I said, I think they're more closer, and he always wanted that superstar Hollywood woman.
2: He was kind of a Hollywood person.
1: Yeah. Low key.
2: And even, um, I even say somebody like a Tiger. Mm -hmm. Tiger is always in LA. He's a Hollywood person. He's always on the scene. Yeah. So that, uh, uh, her and, and Tiger made more sense. But Travis is a low key guy. He's never in the media. He never, he's never in the spotlight to, you know, I guess be in a relationship with somebody like that. So that's why I didn't really get it. We don't nobody really know Travis like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody know Kim Kardashian. So it was kind of (laughs) weird that they even got together.
1: Yeah. And it's weird that looking back, they were basically faking it for that last few months. At least we don't know when this happened, but the documentary just came out and they had the premiere somewhere and they were cuffed up for that premiere. You know, and I don't think anybody thought that the relationship was over at that point, but it clearly was. Yeah. So it's kind of odd the fact that for his rollout, they had to fake it like they were still together. And then just now, conveniently, conspiracy theory alert, mm. right before he releases a new single in a video, he announces the fact that they're broken up. So I don't think I'm not in the conspiracy camp of saying that they fake this. Some people are thinking that. I don't think they faked a breakup for, you know, promotion for a song. They don't need to do that. Travis Scott's going to sell and get plays and streams no matter what. All Kylie got to do is retweet this shit and say, go listen to this. And she got all her fans bumping it, too. So I don't think they need to do this for clout or anything. I just think it was a convenient rollout. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that they announced this right before the single came out. So yeah, I can see that.
2: Yeah, I think they, you know, uh um, it's kinda oh, let's I think they taking advantage of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. I think so too. But it's <laughs> interesting you brought up Tiger because apparently Kylie was seen with Tiger <laughs> on Tuesday night after the news of the breakup with Travis Scott surfaced. Um, apparently Kylie went to go see Tyga with friends, Stacy current Nick I don't know who the fuck that is. And Kelsey Kalamine. Um, now a daily male celebrity magazine. I don't know who the fuck that is. Basically was acting like they were out on a 2am date. Um, at some point during the night and they had been in touch for a while. So, Kylie shut this down. She actually got on Twitter and tweeted and she said, quote, let me pull up this shit real quick. She said, quote, the internet makes everything a hundred times more dramatic than what it really is. There was no 2 a.m. date with Tyga. You see me (laughs) drop two of my friends off at a studio that he happened to be at. Convenient. Um, She also said, Travis and I are on great terms and our main focus right now is stormy. Our friendship and our daughter is a priority. Is the priority. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So... It's a little strange
2: that she had to clear everything up. Yeah. That she made a point to clear everything up. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me think it's more there with Tiger That she, you know...
1: I, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... There could be, you know, he did get in there early. Maybe she's still thinking about him. I don't know. He is getting a little bit of a rise now. He's gotten a little comeback going. So <laughs> it could be, but I don't know. I don't know the details, but it did seem strange that she was so quick to shut that down, even going as far as to tweet about it herself. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, I'll give my personal take on this, man. I think Travis Scott won. Mm-hmm. In, in the long run of things, because you think about it and what he did here, he got more clout by dating a Kardashian, maybe the mo- one of the most famous ones right now, in her prime, got a little cute daughter with her, and didn't get married, so we ain't got to worry about getting a divorce, and he has no child support because she make more money than he do. <laughs> so really, if you think about it, this is the best case scenario for him. Yeah. Because I'm sure she going to want full custody of the kid because you know how they are with their kids. They want to pimp their kids out on social media platforms. So he just going to be sometimes dad. Yeah. And he gets to roll around do whatever the fuck he want now <laughs> and he had her at her prime. Yeah. So I think Travis Scott won, man, honestly.
2: That's a good point. So, I th- yeah, I think so too. And um not to mention his he's he kind of still in his prime. Mhm. So um his music didn't fall off or he wasn't in a sunken place or nothing like that. Nah. He he could
1: drop an album today. He got in and got out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, because remember when they first started talking, everybody was like, uh-oh, he going to, mm-hmm. you know, look at the history, look at Lamar Odom. look yep. at Kanye, look at, you know, whoever. And um that never happened. He actually got hotter mm-hmm. <laughs> once he got with her. So, um, yeah, I'd probably say he won, too.
1: He did, man. He got her promoting her shit. She was at her red carpets promoting the movie, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she's going to say, go check out his new album when it come out, too. So, yeah, yeah, he got the best of all worlds here, I think. And he got out of there. So, I guess I got to give it up to Travis Scott, man. I I salute that man. He did it. (laughs) American Dream he made it safe too. <laughs> <laughs> he came out all right. He did. He got in and got out, man. And now <laughs> Tiger gonna try to get back in because he realized what a opportunity he fucked up because yeah. <laughs> he was in there early. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Travis Scott, man. It's good we- for him.
2: It's weird. Um, to, like I said, get back to the type of people she been dating. It's weird. I guess the type of rapper she been attracted to. Because she the type of rapper that could get anybody.
1: Yeah. Or the type of person. Yeah, that's why I mean. yeah, yeah, She's the yeah. type of
2: person that could get anybody. But out of all people, she got Tiger.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: Travis Scott wasn't the big Travis Scott right now when they was together, when mm-hmm. they first got together. He's he's a superstar now. But um she could have got she she could have got with Drake. She could have got with any any top tier rapper. But it's like she, you know, it's Tiger.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you also have to remember Kylie wasn't the big one at that time. Number one, she was young when she was dating Tiger, So Tiger was probably just around and he yeah. shot his shot and he got in there. But Travis Scott, now he was on the rise, but Kylie also wasn't Kylie at that time either. You know, she didn't have all this stuff going on, with her own makeup line and all this stuff. So,
2: but she they, was the one people looking at, though. She that's was, true. She, of course, she ain't had a you know as much money or shit going on, you know, as she do now. Yeah. But she was that one. Everybody was like, "Uh oh."
1: That's true. Uh oh.
2: <laughs> you know, Kim is off the market. I don't think nobody was trying to get uh, Courtney. Yeah. Chloe is Chloe but it was that that Kylie Jenner was the uh-oh like she's going to be something
1: sometimes i feel like they have family meetings with chris jenner <laughs> and chris is the one who's like conducting the huddle like an nfl quarterback and she's saying okay kylie now you gonna get Travis Scott because you see he got this new album coming out and he got this <laughs> idea for Astro World and you gonna be with him and you gonna blow him up too and y'all gonna both blow up together. I think she strategizes the whole family like they're a team except they're whores. <laughs> 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 so I think she's the one saying, "Hey, let's move this direction. Let's do this." So I don't know, man. I think it was planned out. I think the
2: Travis Scott thing. I think that was probably the one she didn't plan out.
1: It could be because
2: it seemed like that was the one because she got pregnant super Mm, early. That's true. That kind of threw everything off. But, um, I think, I think if it was her choice, I think it would have been somebody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you also want somebody who you can make bigger too. Yeah. I think they want to have that value or that power in a relationship as well. That's why I think Kim Kardashian, when she got with Kanye, honestly, she was like equal to Kanye. Mm-hmm. I don't think either or was bigger. Like Kanye was big, but Kim Kardashian likely had way more money and had made way more followers, et cetera, et cetera. So they're probably about even, honestly. I don't think any Kardashian has dated a person more famous than them. Chloe dated Lamar Odom, who was the sixth man in a year. Like, he was an NBA player, but he wasn't a superstar. You know, none of them dated anybody super famous, or at least more famous than them. James
2: Harden, but he wasn't. That didn't
1: really count.
2: Yeah, he wasn't like a. Yeah.
1: He wasn't MVP James Harden at that yeah, point. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And that didn't really count because that was very – like they weren't really seen out in public like that. They didn't really date-date like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't really go for the top-of-the-line celebrity. They go for somebody I think they want to build. And I think that goes for most women. You know, they want somebody they can build up Yeah, rather than somebody who they just know was already there and is going to leave them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my mm. take on it. Yeah, <laughs> we we got to get Jasmine in here next time. She'll she'll give us a whole breakdown on uh, the dynamics. I wonder I how she feel about it. <laughs> I bet she's sad. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she saw it coming. That's what I want to know. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get she her take on it. She thought that was a it. good
2: couple, too. Yeah. Because, because she, she kind of looked them. at me crazy like, I know. you don't think they're a good couple? Yeah. I
1: know. She was caught up in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She thought that was relationship goals. Apparently not. <laughs> but um. so, yeah, we'll get Jasmine's take on that as well as the new Travis Scott song, uh, the song next week. Um, shout out to her by the way she had to work she's real busy so yeah shout out to jasmine she's she around here somewhere we'll we'll give her a shout out and fuck it man is there anything else we got i know this was a short episode by yeah. our standards but yeah nah, that's <laughs> it i think that's it man i think we done i think we cool so fuck it for our girl jasmine shout her out um follow her at chitty chitty base on all social media platforms for my boy figgy at the Figgy Fig.
2: Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was gonna mention uh I'll be um one of the judges for the HEB Tailgate. Yes, sir. Um on Sunday. So I'll be walking around the different lots judging um um pretty much tailgates. Yes. So um I'm a little excited about that. So if y'all out at the game, man, try to find me, hit me up on Twitter at the Figgy Fig. Not, I'll try to come holler at you.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go see Figgy Fig at, eight, at a NRG Stadium yeah. on Sundays. Yeah,
2: I'll be at the. I'll be at the. Um um this sunday i'll be at the maroon lot okay so i'll be up there first and if it's some another lot you at just let me know yes I'll, I'll try to come through
1: yes we're gonna work on some gems and juice merch yes so eventually <laughs> we're gonna have it so when you go out and see them, you can get a shirt or a t-shirt or a mug or a pin or something man we're gonna work on some things for yeah, y'all to get. yeah so yeah check them out um I ain't got nothing going on, man. You can (laughs) follow me at the Ryan rocket on Twitter and Ryan dot rocket. Also on uh, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. I believe that's about it. Shout out to everybody who fucks with the podcast, all our listeners, hardcore fans. We love y'all all. And we will see you next week. Peace out.